Because we love it and we love each other. I know that's right. Wee-hoo. Laura, you're back. <sighs> okay, so we have a lot to talk about this episode, but a lot. quickly, how is Disney? Give me like three highlights. Disney was great. Yes. Disney is magical. Disney is where I feel, <laughs> honestly, and it's so cliche. I'm so happy at Disney. It's the happiest place I on earth. Di- I, I dance. Yeah. I dance in the middle of walkways Dancing I sing in the street yeah and people are like you go come on girl and I'm like well, like I feel like the energy there is like you can dance in the street and people will oh, smile at you and be like that's it that's, that's it. the energy. I also cry a lot there I oh. was talking about it with my therapist because I'm like <laughs> I don't understand like why I feel so safe to cry there like yeah I think there's a deeper meaning usually it's like I always think about like where I was last time I was there and how many times that like I you know how I've grown up and like the things I've accomplished I think about my dad because I go with my dad and then I go set even Saturn I go someday he's not gonna be here so it gets really it gets really existential (laughs) and the fireworks are going up and I'm just and this time around it was really like an intense like sob yeah and my dad was literally like he just hugged me and stuff but I was like I don't understand and it's also just chaos around us too right like there's People are yelling at each other. There's kids bickering. There's all these languages because it's, it's very a, heightened. Yeah, and so it's not like the stakes are high. High at Disney. Stakes are high. There's so many people, and yet I can just laser in on these fireworks in this show. Yeah, and cry. The Finding Nemo, the musical, always gets me too because it's all oh, about a dad yeah. and his son slash you know it could be anybody. Could so, be anyone, da- yeah. it could be a sibling. universal story or uh, yeah. Uh, not a sibling, a child. A there child. you go. There you um, go. <laughs> I'm Nemo. My dad's Marlin. Oh, that's so And cute. I just get really emotional there, which I actually think is great. So yeah. 2023, I'm going to be more emotional. Oh, good. <laughs> that was I a- really loved seeing the adventures of your um, Remy the Rat. I got it. That was a highlight, too. Yeah. I got, I love Ratatouille. I know And you I do. got this. <laughs> he's right there. If you can see him, he's on my oh. light. And he's oh a magnet. God, he's so, so cute. Wait, can I pick him up? Yeah, and there's the magnet underneath. So Rebecca's grabbing him. He's I, he's a magnet, so he's on my light. Oh my god, so he's adorable. So you put the magnet underneath your your shirt, and it just stays, and it sticks. Ugh. And then my dad would grab him off my shoulder, and he he'd place him all over the park. Yeah, I so love he, watching your Instagram he, stories of would, him. Oh my god! I'm oh get my a photo. god! He's on my shoulder. Oh my god! You are so beautiful. Oh, stop. Shut up. Oh, my God. I love it. I'm going to send that to my dad. Wow. This is a um, highlight. I can't imagine how you felt having this on your shoulder at And the And kids Disney. would, like, point at me, like, <gasps> yeah. And I'd be like, yeah. You and know then, what? One time. <laughs> no, no. You can keep going. Keep okay. going. One time what I did was I had a couple of sangrias at dinner, and I put them <laughs> on my head. Yeah. And I walked around, and then somebody stopped me, and they went, excuse me, do you know you have a rat on your head? And I went, No. You said, shut what? the fuck up. You, like, <laughs> punch them in the, in the face. You're like, what? No kidding, Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Do you know? I bet they were, like, trying to be silly. No, they were. They, they, were. they yeah. were like, do you know you're a rat on your And head? you're like, huh? And yeah, I was I like, knew. oh my god, you're so funny. <laughs> um, well, what I was going to say before this is like last, the last episode we recorded when yeah. you were about to about go to, to Disney. Go. Yeah. And I was like, Laura, are you a Disney adult? And you said, no. I'm not. I think I may not. need to not. Okay, I think we may need to reevaluate your answer on this. Not in the negative connotation that comes yeah. with being a Disney adult. 
I think they're weird. They're weird. I don't think that you're... Okay, you know, like, the difference between, like, a horse girl and someone who, like, rides horses? Yes. Like, a horse girl and an equestrian? Okay, fine. You are, like, the equestrian version of a Disney adult. Like, you love it. You appreciate it for the artistry. And the creativity. For how it makes you feel. You feel very, like, emotional there. And it's, like, something, a connection you have with your dad. Like, there are all these factors that, like do make you a Disney adult, but in the best, <laughs> best way, I have to reiterate. Because I'm on this Facebook group, these, this uh, All Walt right. Disney further, tips and uh, tricks. Because, <laughs> further no, confirming for, my theory But because, here. no. I joined it because I want, I wanted to see the other side. I, oh, and I mean you wanted to see the Disney adults. It's yeah. like joining like a mom Facebook exactly. group to like and it's see a bunch what the moms of these, are saying. Yes. Yeah. And it's a, it's a bunch of these middle-aged people yeah. moms, dads, maybe they don't have any. They're like all 45 years <laughs> old. All 45 years old. <laughs> figuring it out. You yeah. know, we're leaving. It, it's January right now when we record this. Uh-huh. They're going in November of this year. Oh my god! They go, I gotta stop preparing. Well, because they all have kids and they, you know. Yeah, some of them don't. And oh, okay. they're well. trying to figure it out. And there is some, I talked about it briefly, there's a bunch of new changes with Disney and whatnot. But yeah. like, it could be a little confusing, but it's like a lot of planning. They get snippy, and then these fights break out in the comments, oh, no. and they're like, <gasps> "That's funny." They get really mad at each oh, other, that's and it's funny. In the drama of it all. Yeah. Um. Maybe I'll read some. Oh my god, Disney you know, adult drama episode. that actually sounds really it's entertaining. But then I read these people, and I go, "I am not them." Right. I'm of not. Course. No, you're not. But I would. I would agree with the statement that you just made. Okay. Great. So. So. Moving Not forward. to cut it short, but moving forward because right. we do have a lot to talk we about today. To talk Let's about. jump into our question of the week. So okay. I came up with a question of week of the week this week, and mm-hmm. the question is: What musical artist do you associate with both of your parents, like separately? Yes. Um, I will go first. Great. Mine are so easy. I come from a very musical family, mm-hmm. and my parents have very. Uh, they have like specific like favorite artists. My dad was a little harder because my dad is very into the music world. Like he will literally call me to be like, okay, so I just sat for an hour with my air because he just got AirPods for Hanukkah. Oh, Lord. I just sat for an hour and I had some AirPod time. Is what he calls it. Oh my god! He said I, I had it. some listening time on my AirPods. I just sat in the dining room in the dark and oh he just god. will listen to songs for like an hour to more. Like, from musical theater to classical to classic rock. But at the end of the day, he is a typical classic rock dad. Oh, I love it. You know what I mean? Yep. And the artist that I associate most with him is, again, pretty typical, but it's the Beatles. Um, Because, first of all, he loves the Beatles. Uh, I love the Beatles because of him. Mm -hmm. And when we used to drive to Hebrew school, when I was still going to Hebrew school, it was every Sunday. Yeah. It, there was a radio station in Seattle. It was the classic rock station. And they had a, a little hour every Sunday called Breakfast with the Beatles. And it was the exact time that we were driving to synagogue. Oh. So we would listen. And I, like, learned to sing harmonies, like, with him in the car. Like, driving to Hebrew school, like, singing Breakfast with the Beatles. It was, like, very special. So oh, definitely associate that with him. Um, and then my mom has got to be um, another classic rock. But it's got to be James Taylor. Oh, More of, like, yes. a f- classic folk rock maybe yeah but she's in love with him and she's always been in love with him my dad's name is literally james oh my god yeah well that's <laughs> we've kismet. seen him in concert a ton of times 
Is he good in concert? Oh, he's amazing. He's one of the best. Awesome. I, and I love him too. And there was this one time where we like, um, my, my mom brought a bunch of flowers from her garden to this show that he was doing at this big fair. She like brought it up and the security guards like tried to like stop her and James saw her and was like, no, 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 like let her put the flowers on the stage. So she got to like put this big bouquet of flowers on the stage. Oh and I know, and we've had actually a couple run-ins with James Taylor. We were like in Europe one time when I was really young and stumbled upon a James Taylor show. Oh my god! And all sat in the front row in this like ram. It, it was crazy. Oh my god! I know. So that's who. That's, that's so That's who I associate with my mom. I love with. both yeah. of those. people. Me too. Okay, and what I, about you? Um, okay, so for my dad. Loves classic rock too. Of, of course. Oh my god, our dads have. To I know be. these classic rock dads. I know, and he <laughs> it, it and he's also loves kind of a folksy, bluegrassy yeah. feel. So, um, it was a toss up between Dylan, Bob Dylan, Ooh. and Neil Young. Ooh. Between those two, he loves those two, yeah. and he he his music is really solid. He really respects music. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and he can. He thinks he can do a really good Neil Young on karaoke. You know what, Laura? Our dads need to meet. And our dads need to be friends. It is like nails. Oh on no! The <laughs> it is the most grating. You know he listens to this. Oh, he's gonna be fine. He okay. knows. All right. Oh, he knows. He, okay. he knows because I mean, not his. I think if he actually sang, there might be something there. He's doing a Neil Young impression. Oh, I so he's not. He's not really trying <laughs> to like sound. Okay, that's yeah. good. That's hey, good. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's Bob Dylan. It's perfect. I was born <laughs> on <Yeah>. the river. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to my friend. Yeah, exactly. It's blowing like a rolling stone. You know what I will say about Bob Dylan? Amazing songwriter, shit singer. Shit singer. Anyway. And that's the point. <laughs> that's the point. Everyone so, knows. Everyone we should knows. do a Bob Dylan. We love Bob Dylan. Second. We should do Bob Dylan. Um, Mom, she's kind of like a witch in a, the best oh. way. Like a witchy. <laughs> oh, witchy so maybe okay. like some Stevie, Stevie Nicks. Nicks. She like, um, loves to twirl with her like... Um, yeah, her, but her satin if she, robe. if you got some Chardonnay in her, she would twirl. Ooh, she would twirl, okay. and well. she's just as silly as the rest. She pretends that she's not, but she is. She is. She's a, she's jealous, a silly goose. She's a silly goose, yeah. and so I would say like Stevie Nicks, or she used to grow up loving like the Jackson Five, and Ooh, kind of yeah. she saw them in concert uh-huh. like when they were the Jackson Five. Obviously, Michael Jackson problematic, but Jackson Five as a whole, yeah, great group. And um, so I would say something in like that realm. Mm-hmm. She's hard, but like, yeah, kind of probably more on like the folksy, like Stevie Nicks. She knows I got yeah. I don't I know. <laughs> that was my Don't Stevie you Nicks. Love to love her. All right, let's leave the Stevie Nicks to uh, Miss Audrey Tronco. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Love you. Who actually can do it? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So that's what I would Aww. say. That's a great question, Rebecca. Thank you. Okay, well, let's just do quickly. We don't have to do explanations, but right. who do you associate with your sister? Just, um, probably Phoebe Bridgers. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, she's sad, and Nicole oh, is sad, yeah. and she acts like she's not, but she is. Oh, and I call admit that. Her. <laughs> fucking out she, she's not better than me no. she doesn't listen she said i listened to the first 10 seconds and then i heard your voice and i turned it off so oh, i can say that about her okay that's so funny because my mo- <laughs> actually you know what i don't even want to i don't want to keep mentioning my mom because every time she listens she's like you say the worst thing about me. me but she literally the second time she called me and was like i just want to tell you what i don't like about your mom i'm like mom stop stop, stop. and it's because like she's like you it's just because we're not i don't know why i don't know why Anyway, anyway, what's the number one complaint that she has? 
It's just that, you know what I think it is? I think it's just jarring because I'm not like this around her. Like, the way that we talk to each other, like, I told her, I'm like, Mom, I'm just, like, hanging out with my bestie. Like, we're just right. jib-jabbing away. Like, we're just being stupid. Like, sometimes we, like, come to really cool points and stuff, but we're just, like, being dumb idiots. Yeah. That's the point you of know? Toontown. That's the point of Toontown. I love you, Mom. And I know. And she, I love and then, you, But Rebecca's it was actually mom. really sweet. She, like, called me back the next day and was like, I feel really bad that oh, I God. called and said that, you know, like, gave you my opinion. And the other thing is, is that it's, she picks up on what I say. Like, if I make a comment that she might not agree with, like, she gets nervous that, like, oh, it's out there on the internet. And, like, I'm applying to these grad schools. And, like, oh. she's like, well, I, like, made a comment about, like, smoking too much weed once. And she was like, oh. what if you're, what if the admissions office? And I'm like, well, fair point. But, you know. I don't know. I don't think yeah. they're going to listen. For the 10 listeners <laughs> yeah, out there, our, I think we're going to be okay. For you, Tom Peterson. For I Tom think Peterson, Colin Jackson, and Jasmine Young, we're going to be fine. Oh, um, that man. is so funny. Okay. Um, And my mom would do the exact same thing. Yeah. I, so, I literally love you, Mom. You know you're my favorite I love you, Rebecca's mom. World. You're the best. I miss okay. you. Um, oh. Oh. What? What? Uh, I think we got to talk about our We got to talk about our Oh, oh yeah! What we're doing this week? We gotta talk about. Yeah, what oh, we're doing. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta talk. About talk. It. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we let gotta, me just we talk let about me it. just start by saying like, this is gonna be a crazy episode for me because it feels like in the way that Gaga did that like this is one of my favorite artists of all yeah. time, yeah. um, which is the great, the amazing, the talented, the stunning Janelle, Janelle Monae. Um, of recent uh, Glass Onion fame. Oh, so she good. Killed. She killed. Um, do you want to give a little background about our... Oh, well, like, the album is... It's going to be Dirty, Dirty Computer. Computer. And we're going to cue the stinger right, right now. Wasn't that a good... That was really good. I love it. Okay. Janelle Monet Robinson. Born on December 1st, 1985, so she just had her birthday. Happy birthday. Um, Kansas City, Kansas, and was raised in the Quandario working class community of Kansas City. God, that sounds like such a stupid person. No, you got Quan- you it. That's Quandaro. Sure. I add in an I.O. Okay. Um, Monet dreamed of being a singer and has a, uh, been a performer from a very young age. She cited the fictional, fictional character of Dorothy Gale from The Wizard of Oz as a musical influence, which I just thought was... Interesting. Very cool. Um, also, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she bought two copies of that with her first check. Um, she performed songs from that album on Juneteenth, talent shows, um, winning three years in a row. Ooh. And then, I found this interesting. After high school, she moved to New York to study musical theater at the American Musical and Dramatic Academy. One AMDA. of the handful Full. of AMDA success <laughs> stories. Her and Anthony Ramos, and that's it. <laughs> Anthony Ramos went there. Yeah, yeah, oh but he God. cheated on Jasmine Sebastian. I know we don't so talk. Bye. We He's don't. canceled. Goodbye. So Janelle Monae is the only success story from Amda. Yeah, that's a musical theater reference. If you yeah. don't know about Amda, look it up. Amda, it's like I don't want to say it's a joke of a program, but some people think it's a joke, a joke of, a of a program. Yeah, um, it's like a money grab. She was the only black woman in the class too. Oh, not surprising. Of not course. surprising. Uh, Monet enjoyed the experience, but feared that she might lose her edge and sound or look or feel like anyone else which is what musical theater programs tend to do yes it is um in a 2010 interview monet explained i felt like that was a home but i wanted to write my own musicals i didn't want to live vicariously through a character that had been played thousands of times in a line with everybody wanting to play that same person yeah which as two actors or i guess a former actor you understand that 
We both understand that. We get that. Mm-hmm. Um, in an interview with People, Monet revealed that she was already working on her um, third studio album. I jumped there. Oh, she, she released two albums yeah. um, that were very successful. Um, and she released Dirty Computer on February 16th, 2018 through a teaser tra- trailer. And then she also released uh, released a trailer before Black Panther. The first oh, one. I didn't in know theater. that. So she released it in theaters. Oh, hell yeah. Like, probably, like, the visual album. That's like, bold. I love it. Isn't that interesting? That is very Because you never see anything like that. No. Um, and she held top secret listening sessions in L.A. New York. Um, the singles Make Me Feel and Django Jane were um, both had music videos, uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then Prince was a huge yes. collaborator, which we'll talk about a bunch about. Um, Prince was actually working on the album with me before he passed on to another frequency. It loved the way she said that. I know, right? And helped me come up with some sounds, and I really miss him. You know, it's hard for me to talk about him, but I do miss him, and his spirit will never leave me. It was chosen as the best album of the year by the Associated Press, New York Times, NPR. Um, I wish that she had won a Grammy that year. Me too. She didn't, but that's okay. Um, yeah, it's and after listening to it, because I I was not as familiar. Like I knew like the the bops, the yeah. main bops, but really diving into it and how much thought was put into oh it. Oh my god, it's insane! It, it's insane. Um, they described her musical style as a soaring orchestral trip, enlivened with blockbuster vocals, mysterious imagery, and notes of sixties pop and jazz. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so just to um, kind of flush out a little bit of what you said a little more. For sure. So just because there's so much that went into this album, it was literally the ideas that she was presenting in this album she had been uh, playing around with for like 10 years. Wow. So long. So um, you mentioned that her other two albums, so you have the Arc Android yep. in 2010 and the Electric Lady in 2013. Yep. So these two albums... Um, were part of she like played this character Cindy Mayweather exactly so that was part of the Cindy Mayweather uh, metropolis narrative um and it's like kind of a this this new album was kind of a departure from that and more of a genuine like this is Janelle Monae um kind of journey and her character in this is jane five seven eight two one right who which is very more you know obviously more similar to her real name and um she actually came out as pansexual the day before releasing this album so she says um i actually have some quotes here so monet had been exploring the themes presented in dirty computer for a decade before its production but noted that Earlier, it felt safer to package herself in metaphors and like kind of a sanitized Android version felt more accepted and more acceptable than her true self. And this was back in 2010, 2013. With first two albums, right. But Monet considers Dirty Computer to be an homage to women and the spectrum of sexual identities. Right. The album's 14 tracks can be grouped in three categories, Reckoning, Celebration, and Reclamation. The yep. first deals with Monet's recognition of how she is viewed by society. The middle explores her acceptance of the cards she's been dealt and the closing tracks deal with her reclamation and redefinition of American identity overall the album is Monet's attempt to step into her more authentic self 
um, which I just think is really great. And like, I have been listening to Janelle Monet since 2010. Like, she had oh, okay. a couple things come out before the Arc Android, her first major studio album, but like, not really. Once that came out, like, me and my high school friends were like bumping it in the car. Like, when that album came out in 2013, I was just graduating high school and mm. like, I was obsessed with the Electric Lady and like the whole Arc Android, you know, Cindy Mayweather yeah. like universe. I was like totally in it. And then when Dirty Computer came out, I obviously fell head over heels as well. So it's just like, for me, being such a huge fan, kind of seeing Janelle's growth into coming out as Pan right before the album is uh, released, um, you know, exploring their gender identity because, so Janelle is very gender fluid. Yes, very fluid. Um, very fluid. So she goes by she or they pronouns. Um We'll we are going to yeah, be we'll, using she. We'll, I, think. I think we're going to use she mostly. And who if knows? You we wanna, might throw they in we there. We might throw they, they in knows? there and it doesn't matter. I think that's exactly what they, she would want. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so just like the liberation of her like not only with her sexuality but also her gender identity and like for me as a fan who also was like you know from when I started listening to her to now have right. gone through like pretty much the same exact journey of like being semi-closeted and like kind of talking about things but in metaphors and kind of keeping it clouded to now being like the most out person that I know right um so I kind of like identified with her journey and I that's why I think also I connect with her music so much um but the next thing I want to talk about just before we start delving into song by song breakdowns Mm -hmm. is the visual album which she has called the um emotion picture which I think is so funny like emotion e M-O-T-I-O-N instead of motion picture. Oh my god. Isn't that fun? I didn't even realize. motion picture. Yeah. I just thought that was clever. But anyway, so the album Dirty Computer was supported with the simultaneous release of a 46 minute short film of the same name. Mm -hmm. Um, It follows Jane 57821, her character, as she attempts to break free from the constraints of a totalitarian society that forcibly makes Jane comply with its homophobic, homophobic beliefs. In the film, Monet's character is trying to assert her individuality, which makes her the enemy of the Solus regime. Actress Tessa Thompson, class for Tessa Thompson, oh. we love Tessa Thompson, and actor Jason Aaron, you're great too, um, co-star as Zen and Shay, respectively lovers with whom Jane escapes. So one of them is female identifying, the other is male. It's a very pansexual, bisexual kind of situation, which is awesome. Um, They escape the clutches of this repressive society. Um, Tim Grierson of the Rolling Stone described that in the film, Monet plays with the conventions and totems of dystopian sci-fi to speak her truth and promote a cultural shift toward a more inclusive and loving society, no matter what repressive government, whether real or fictional, is trying to crush that spirit. Now, keep in mind, this came out in 2018, Trump took office in 2017. Right. It's a big middle finger to right. that whole situation. Very Not just him, but also that. his government and anyone who supports him. The whole Trump Trump's America, it's a big middle finger to them. Right. Um, the lyrics can be straight up intellectual or smart in a wittier way or evocatively emotional, sometimes sexy or naughty, but they are never apologetic. Never. Period. The confidence, the confidence. that she gives throughout it's this incredible. whole thing is so inspiring it's and incredible. great. Um, before we jump into the first yeah, track, yeah. I just love this um, quote. So she gave the, an interview for Beats One, 
and she, about the, the her definition and meaning of her album's title, Dirty Computer. So she said, we come from dirt, and when we transition out, we go back to dirt. We're CPUs. Our brains are uploading, downloading, transmitting, passing back and forth information. And with all computers, you got your bugs, you got your viruses. But are those negatives, positives, features, or not? I think it's a conversation I want to have with us as a society, as human beings, about what it means to tell somebody that their existence, either they're queer, minorities, women, poor, makes you have bugs and viruses. It's about embracing those things, even if it makes others uncomfortable. Comfortable. I love that. I think that just sums it up. God, really I'm great literally too. obsessed with her. I think she's like one of the smartest, most creative she's people. So smart. Her lyrics in this album are, it's like even hard to even break them down. I they're know. so, they're so deep. They're so deep. They're so dense, but they're also just so fucking cool. I don't know. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to one of our collective best friends, Love Ami, because oh. Love and I listened to this or watched the emotion picture together and they love it and I know they still love Janelle and I love them so love I love you we love love we love love um okay track number one Dirty Computer. Dirty Computer. That's what it's called. I title love track. an I opening know. track. That's the title of the I album. I do too. I do too. Because it's like, oh my God, that's the title. And this is like a little, it's like a little intro moment. It's like, totally. um, you know, it's nothing crazy. It's it's the shortest little track or one of the shorter tracks of the album. Mm-hmm. Um, God, her voice is just so calming. Also, Brian Wilson popping up. I know. Beach Boy Isn't fame? that crazy? He, there is this amazing movie about him called, what I wrote it down. Oh, is it that uh, the uh, biopic? Um, yes, with um, John Cusack and yeah, Dino. Have yeah, you seen I've it? I've seen it, but I can't remember what it's called. But yes, um, I've, I've seen I, it. I wrote it. Oh, that's I right. wrote it down. That's okay. okay. It is amazing because it really breaks down how much of a genius he was. Mm-hmm. And like this album pops off with collaborations of oh, like my God. super got, like, famous Grimes. people. You got like and Stevie, Stevie Wonder, Wonder, Prince. Yeah. Like girls got Insane. connections. Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. Insane. I know. So cool. It's amazing. Um, And I just love that it's, you know, kind of a shorter song, but like, it is such a, it is such a kind of a, it's very cool. It's just a cool vibe. It's like groovy. And that's what I wrote. It's groovy. It like gets you in, it gets you in the zone. Very ethereal, very like, ethereal, sorry. No, ethereal. 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 There it's, I go again with my there words. There you go again. Laura can't talk. It's, I, I literally can't talk. <laughs> this microphone comes on. I cannot talk. Um, ethereal. Yeah. And it's ethereal. like you can feel Great. that like future. <laughs> you can feel that futuristic vibe right away. Super too. It's futuristic. like. It sets it up. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of like um, I'm that girl from Renaissance yeah. or a it's setting the tone uh-huh. without just coming out and like playing your best player absolutely and you know what she does that on all her albums I, yeah i have to go back now oh my god so of, of course after i listened to this i was like obsessively listening to Joan, janelle monet for of like course. four days straight um and i like went back and i listened to like the arc android and electric lady and everything and it's just like god she just blows my mind Ugh. um and it really yeah. this song like sets up the thesis for the album it does too. yeah yeah um yeah and just i love the harmonies and stuff like that right yeah. oh my god harmonies throughout the whole album are just glorious. glorious. Well, and what's cool is Brian Wilson was also like, it's Beach Boys, so it's like, the he's always all about harmonies and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So it's just cool that that he helped I love this little intro, and like, this isn't shown in the emotion picture at all in the visual album. It's not not really in there. Uh, Visual album starts with 
crazy classic crazy. life, which right. is track number two. Exactly. Crazy classic um, life. Crazy classic life. I love this song. It's um, this is the one we have featured uh, Zoe Kravitz. Uh, yes. Oh wait, no, no, no. no sorry, that's not. screwed. That's screwed. Different song. Sorry. I thought it was my crazy. mistake. I did that. No, too. it's screwed. It's screwed. But crazy classic life. Anyway, this song is just like unbridled joy. It's just oh, like you're and it. like when you watch the visual album too, it's like just these like beautiful black women just like enjoying and I mean they're like running from the totalitarian state which sucks but like they with their own company it's like they're just happy they're young black wild and free is literally the first lyric young black wild and free well and that's like like a reference to um, Nina Simone's young gifted and black right there's so many references in this album it's insane BTW the Nina Simone documentary where are you uh, Miss Simone I believe that's called okay um, is great as well. Just yes. reference, just reference it in that. Um, a few standout lyrics in this song. I just want to party hard, sex in a swimming pool. And you're going to pick yeah, that one out. I love that line. I love that night. Or, we don't need another ruler. All of my friends are kings. Well, or like, I'm not American's nightmare. I am the American dream, which is, um, contrasts the traditional American phrase in the American dream right. and the infamous Malcolm X speech, American Nightmare, So, which was written to the opposed the, oppose the ideas of that original thing. So yeah. it's just so smart. And then there's like a speech, like there's like a spoken speech in between that, and mm-hmm. that's Dr. Sean McMillan. And Janelle directed him on how she wanted him like to say in that. the booth yeah it yeah. wasn't like it was taken from well because i was like oh i wonder who, like what speech this was taken exactly. from but no it was her and Which I um was very and it, it, it very much evoked a martin luther king jr kind of um, totally um uh vibe like like the resonance sounded very much like an mlk speech totally um i also oh, are you gonna play it i'm just gonna play this one part oh yeah oh i'm obsessed i just love that in this. God, I love her rap skills. Well, and here's the deal. She's somebody who can effortlessly sing and effortlessly rap. And effortless, effortlessly act, act and, and dance. And dance. And direct and produce and do everything, everything. But sometimes people try to just rap. Yeah. And it goes, oh, I go, uh-oh. Oh, maybe don't do that. You know, it just doesn't sound natural. Yeah. And Janelle's confidence. And she goes, I'm going to do whatever the F yeah. I want to do. And she absolutely, absolutely kills, kills it. it. My favorite line is, she says, I just want to find a God and I hope she loves me Oh my too. God, I love that I line. I love when people make God references and um, they're like, feminize she... it. I'm like, yeah, God yeah. is a fucking woman. woman. Is a woman. To quote Miss Grande. <sighs> I know. Remember when they told you I was too black for you and now my black popping like a bra strap on you? Come oh, on. I love the bra strap Come line. You're, on. You're, you're calling out all the lines that I I loved. love it. It's because of the best ones. Yeah. We're, we're on the same wavelength, girl. It also really flows nicely out of Dirty Computer. Yes. Once again, a soundscape album in many regards because they all kind of they flow. work together, which is why the movie works so well, too, exactly. because it's like it's all the same universe. Yeah, the transitions are, are really... Um, impressive I would say and she does it on all her albums especially Electric Lady the songs go right into each other it's insane 
Oh my god. Um, so uh, in the visual album at the end, they yes. narrowly escape being caught by the um, cops. By the by, yeah, the robot. The like robot, robot cops. Cop. It's like robot cop, Robocop. They Robocop. narrowly escape. So they're like partying with all their friends, and oh my god, these people are just oh, the most gorgeous crazy. people you've ever Classic. seen. And she's like, Lie. and it's like the diversity is out of this world. You have all gender spectrums, all sexualities, so ages, awesome. and heights, and weights, and colors, and everything. Just dancing it's just, and, and having fun. And having fun, and like being hot. Everyone's hot. So Everyone's hot. hot. And so you see her meet Tessa Thompson's character, and then yes. you see her meet um, the guy, Aaron's yes. character as well. So she kind of like starts this relationship with both, um, you know, one man and one woman. At the mm-hmm. end, the three of them escape together. Right. Yes. Thank you for breaking down the movie with this. The movie is really important to me, so I I have Thank a lot of, on the on the visual because album. I watched the movie for the first time just the other day. I've seen it maybe twenty times, I, and I had no I have no, no doubt that you have. So, so I I just experienced it, and I'm but you reminded me of everything which I love. Okay, um, okay, into the next song called Take, Take a, a bite. bite, but bite B Y T E like a mega like a mega bite, bite. Uh, bite. I love the pun. Take a bite. Kind of has an ABBA vibe at the beginning. Oh, it kind of does. Here, let me play yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and play it. Oh my god, I hear that. Immediately I was like, okay. That is so interesting. I never thought about that. Oh, That's I love the first line. I'm not the kind of girl you take on to your mama. I'm like, oh my god, you're hot. She's hot. Okay, she, I, I'm blushing right now. She oh looks god. so good in all these videos. I know she does. It's like, it's insane. I'm like, how are you that beautiful? Her skin is so perfect. What's she looks the like regime? A doll. She, I, a doll in like the best way because yes. she has the most beautiful like cheeks and like she's. It's and her little just like brown eyes and her little button I, nose. I know it's she's oh, perfect. She's, just she's so literally perfect. Also, she's literally like five feet tall. Is she just, really? Yeah, she's tiny. It's insane. Um, but okay, so uh, one thing I found cool about this song is that apparently it was uh, inspired by Eve in the Garden of Eden, the Queen of Sheba in American Gods, Marlene Clark in Ganja and Hess, and Scheherazade in Arabian Nights. So oh all these God. like really powerful, yeah. sexy women. Um, which I think is really cool. I wrote sexy, sexy, sexy. It is sexy. It is sexy. This whole album is full of sex. Well, and it's also called Take a Bite. Yeah. And, yeah. like, yeah, I'm, I wrote down something about bite, but it's basically what, you know, because bite is part of, it. like, a computer could also be, like, taking a taking bite. Taking a bite, yeah. Um, but it's, like, kind of, like, Eve's, like, forbidden fruit. Right. Like, like take like a bite. bite. Help yeah. yourself. It's, you know. It's I, all right. It's all right. Yeah. I was told to play, I told, old Laura told, Told current, current Laura. Laura to play this part. Oh. Oh, the harmonies. Woo! Let's break it down. Come on. Guys, fucking love it. Do you just, I just want to just. Take a bite. Woo! Uh, it's so, it's, um. So fun. Well, I like how she, it's, it's very queer, too. The song is so queer. So, um, yeah. There's this one line. She says something about, like, I just want to lick an angel to purify myself. Ooh, angels are fun. I'm like, ugh. That is not even a metaphor. That's just you <laughs> saying just that saying. you want to go for it. I'm like, damn, damn, damn. There is no um, 
whole, holding back. No holding and back. I unapologetic. Love it. Unapologetic. The entire album. Oh my god. And it's a song about vaginas. Literally. Literally. In, in the movie, she's wearing uh, pants. vagina pants. I know. And, and I will I talk more that. about that because I saw oh, them live gonna... too. Oh. I saw the pants live at, um, at that festival. No, at a different festival. But we'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah, but I, just, I do like take a bite. I do, and I just you know, women are we're just supposed not to not talk about this stuff, I know. and it's like it just annoys me. And the men can just talk yeah. about it, and they can say all these things, oh, and they, they can rap about fuck us, this bitch, and no, like, like yeah. And you know what? It really is black women at the helm of doing this because you have people like Meg The Stallion and Nicki Minaj and Beyonce and Cardi B who are like yeah we're gonna gonna talk talk about about how much we love to have sex and feel pleasure and like have that because we deserve it and that's the end of the story you know what I mean like I feel like Mrs. Incredible leave saving the world with the men (sighs) I don't think so you know what I mean it's kind (laughs) of like that like we're not doing that that was a really good Holly Hunter so good (laughs) thank you oh my god um but it's also like at me as like a raging lesbian it feels really amazing to to just hear this like not only about like women feeling sexual pleasure and like having desires and stuff but like a lot of it is just so queer I know and it's like I almost feel like there's nothing out there like that I mean like yeah you have like your your gay artists like your Fletchers and your Munas and your whatever Mm -hmm. but like Janelle I feel like transcends being like Oh yeah, like she's a she's a queer she's a lesbian. She sings about queer stuff. Where it's more just like it's just there. Well, and even that's for the what taking. she described. I mean, everything about her is like I don't relate to being a girl. I don't relate to being a boy. I right. don't like just one group of humans. I like all humans. Yeah. I'm everything. I'm all around you. I'm here. And like well, there was literally there's... a quote that I read that she's like, and that's what it is. It really is. And I I think that's what makes her stuff so dense. And why I literally have so much written down is Same. because she's just so open. There's there's just so much that um, that they encompass within them. Yeah, that it's it's like it's hard to flush really it out. Really inspiring. It's oh, like totally to get to that level of just like pure self awareness and confidence. Like it's like incredible. And they are very eloquent. Like I watched oh, yeah. like one of the roundtables that just came out because yes. they I think were there for Glass Onion. Yep. And which I loved, I loved Love her Glass in Glass Onion. Onion. I thought yeah. she was really good. She's scene stealer for sure. Yeah. Um, but just like, and everything she says on the red carpet and in interviews, like, you know, she's not perfect, but the, the stuff that comes out of her mouth on a whim is poetry. Yeah. And that speaks to her lyrics too. She's not just saying things to say things. No. Even when it's, you know, she doesn't know the answer immediately. Yeah. yeah. Okay. God, I love her. Okay, so um, next we have Screwed. This Oh wait, but is- what about Jane's Dream? Oh, right. Jane's Dream is the little um, it's interlude. Little, yeah. You know what? I didn't really write anything about Jane, Jane's Dream, so oh. you go ahead and talk about okay. it. Okay. Um, it's a short instrumental, so it's very short. It's like 15 yes. seconds. Yeah, very short. Um, From John Bryan. That's most likely serves in hand with Stevie's Dream, which is a sh- um, song later in the album. Although it first sounds smooth and soothing, it's inspired by a ter- uh, inspired by terrifying nightmares, according oh. to the official track reveal. Did not know the that. The name Jane is a reference to Jane... 57821, which we talked about, mm-hmm. and the Android um, character. Okay, that's exactly what I just said. Right. Um, I wrote, it's so quick, I barely heard it before the next song started. You know what? I think I was listening to it, and I just figured it was part of the end of Take a Bite. I know. Or the beginning or of Or the Screwed. beginning of Screwed. And it, it's literally 15 seconds. Yeah, but it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's the... 
Yes. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love that. It's very interesting. Um, I don't have much. I, it was so quick that yeah. I don't really. Have I mean, I don't even. On it. It's yeah. great. It's beautiful. It's awesome. So then we get into Screwed, which is oh, our, our such which a is bop. our Zoe. I said, Zoe Kravitz, what are you doing here? Where? What? Are, what the hell are you doing? How'd you get in here? But she sounds great. Um, God, I just every first lyric is so good. I live my life in a magazine. I just love it. I live my life in a TV screen. I live my life on birth control. I lost my mind on rock and roll. Uh, Who comes up with this shit? Janelle Monae. Well, and then what's interesting here with the song is it's a total bop, but there is such a dark meaning to it. Very dark. Yeah. And digging into that more is it's speaking, it's referencing and speaking out against gun violence. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I, you know, in particular mass shootings that we deal with specifically in this country. Right. Um, so it's like a very ironic song. Yeah. Because in, 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 in a lot of it, she's talking about, you know, um, you know, we're, 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 we're screwed. screwed. Like because we, the society is so, like. Exactly. Uh, fucked up. Fucked up. <laughs> but then she's also kind of using it in a sexual way. Sexual way, way. Well, I know. Because she's saying, like. I want to get screwed at a festival. I want to get screwed like an animal. Like, right. you know, like all these things. Like, she's talking about sex, but she's talking about gun violence. But it's like all the crazy mishmash of the highs and lows of our country. Well, and specifically, it's so funny that you brought up the want to get screwed um, at a festival like an animal. Those, somebody, I read an, an article where that is breaking down each, um, a specific, like, uh, gun Oh, like um, the the fe- the that that shoot. country music festival. So, like, want to get screwed on a holiday was the February 14, twenty eighteen, um, in Parkland, Florida, right. at um, Stoneman Douglas High School. Uh-huh. In a matinee, want to get screwed in a matinee? Oh, the movie was the movie theater. In oh my Colorado. god, I remember that. At a festival is the Las Vegas Village. Yeah. Um, and then like an animal is like, uh, trophy hunting, like yeah, hunting animals. Harambe. Not Harambe. Um, yes, it, it's very, it's a very, when I like first heard the song, I was like, oh my God, it's oh a song God, about yeah. sex. It's not. Nice. No, it's not. And it's like, in Zoe Kravitz's um, verse is super dark. Like yeah. if you actually listen to the lyrics, it's like, and then that like laughing, like, <laughs> we're so screwed. And it's like, oh my God. Because it's true. It's like a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, it's very I bleak. mentioned this whole album is like a Black Mirror it episode. It really is. It really is. Because well, the whole emotion picture, it might as well be. It might as well be. It might as well be. It's just so smart. Well, what about the, what about the thing she keeps repeating? Everything is sex, sex. except sex, sex, which is power. You know, power is just sex. You screw me and I'll screw you too. So it's like, it's, it's just a cycle. It's, take, it's like a cycle and it's taking the like romanticism out of, um, you know, like sex and, and all of that and kind of putting that darker spin on it, which it just like really makes you think. And at the end, she says, now ask yourself who's screwing you. Do you remember that song, uh, 18 by Ed Sheeran? And then oh you yeah, say, she. It's like such yeah. this cl- this kind of fun song, but it's like it's not. It's about like no. a woman dying, a prostitute dying of like heroin, right? And I don't know why that's the first one that popped into my head. It's oh, not, that's I mean, fair. I mean, it's not nearly as good. You could but be like Ring Around the song. Rosie. It's the same thing, right? You know, it's like these songs that are like so catchy. Like you just want to be at a club dancing, you want to be on the beach, yeah, singing this song, and then, but that's kind of the point, right? Because then you're still spreading the the message and. 
in a way that you don't even know that you're doing it, which yeah. I think is so interesting. And I also and like, smart. I think that she does a really good job of like kind of poking fun a little bit at the people yes. who are like, you know, I want my guns. But, you know, she says, we'll put water in your guns and we'll oh, do I it just it. for fun. I love Like she's just kind of line. like, now what? You know? What are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do? Um, but I love this part of the visual album too. It's honestly one of my like favorite scenes yes remind me what happened so basically they like wake up um and they run into this like abandoned like warehouse type place yeah and they just all look so good the outfits are on point the makeup is on point they're like having really great time oh yes they're uh tessa thompson has that trumpet with the camera at the end of it which is so cool um zoe kravitz isn't in the video which is fine but I was kind of like, huh. She's not? No, she's not. She's not. She's in none of the visual. No. No, she's just, like, featured vocally, which is, you know, whatever. How random. Um, but, so at huh. the end of this song in the visual album, they, so Tessa Thompson's character gets captured. Right. Yes. She gets captured. She's going to the bad guys. She's going to the place where they destroy all your memories. Well, and that's where, and we figure that that's the same place yeah. At the beginning of At the, the beginning. That we keep cutting back to, basically. Exactly, yeah. This, we keep cutting from where Jane, 57821, I think those are the that's numbers. That's it. Yeah, you got um, it. It, like, where she is currently, and then it, it's, like, basically, like, the music videos are, like, her flashbacks yeah. her memories. Well, they're, like, erasing all her memories, her so as they go to erase the memory, the they're memory watching plays, yeah. and that's the music video, which exactly. is so cool. So smart. So, yeah, so you see Tessa Thompson character get taken, which is really sad. Um, and then, so, wait, moving on to the next track... We have Django, Django Jane. Jane Let the vagina have a monologue. Let the vagina have a monologue. I fucking love this What song. a masterpiece. It's honestly, it's so powerful. Her performing this too, like, and she's sitting down. On the throne. Yeah. And she's got her little crown yeah, on. Yeah, she's got like the, and she's got that, the braid and everyone around her, she's got this like posse of like fucking awesome black women and they're all like wearing these sunglasses and they look strong as hell and like, like they're protecting each other yeah. and like she's sitting on this throne and it's very understated but it's so, it's saying so much at the same time. And so this is, song is fully wrapped. She doesn't sing and, at, all. at all. That's a, at it all. is a it's rap just rap. song. And, and she bodies it. God. For if like being like a singer incredible, first, she absolutely incredible. Yeah, rap artist. Oh my god! Like you know, she's not like Meg The Stallion. Like no, rap isn't but her she's not trying, ish. It's but totally different it's type. Totally, it's very different. Um, very and I different. love the transition into this song, which is basically a continuation of Screwed. Yeah, and even at the end of this song, Django Jane, we hear the a little bit of the chorus of Screwed too. Yeah, so it's kind of just like one big soundscape. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a great quote about this yeah it's me taking back the mic saying men patriarchy you've been talking for centuries i got this we got this yes i love clever lyrics as a writer i've always respected other lyrics um who are clever or lyricists who are clever in that way that they approach their lyrics shout out to pussy riot they are a russian band from moscow they're a protest punk band and they've been deeply inspirational to me they've been jailed because they are fighting for women's rights and the lgbtq I community they are the shit to me period <laughs> and the pussy diet 
it can mean a couple things. Pussy die could also mean it's time for you to let women create. Let us work. Let us have opportunities. It's not that we're not out here ready to work at high, at a high level and be in these meeting rooms and these boardrooms. It's like get on a woman's diet. Stop listening to just your bros all the time. I love that. Isn't that incredible? Well, it's so interesting because I also found a quote that she talked about this song and I thought it was going to be the same one, but it's completely different. Oh my God. She Go. said, this is a response to me feeling the sting of the threats being made to my rights as a woman, as a black woman, as a sexually liberated woman even just as a daughter with parents who have been oppressed for many decades black women and those who have been considered other and the marginalized in society that's who I wanted to support and that was more important than my discomfort about speaking out and she also said take the artist Chanel Monet out of it the makeup all that when I go home and when I'm in the grocery store I'm looked at as a young black African-American woman not just me going through that just what they say about women's rights, what they say about this world made me feel like my back was literally against the wall and I like had to come out fighting, you know? Yes. Hell fucking yeah. It's just speak. I'm just, we're just speaking. I know. Her words we're just basically saying her words. Because it's, and it's I so love true. how much she's spoken about this album. Like, not oh, very many artists have this much to say about the music they make. Like, I would love if Beyonce did, like, right? Lemonade oh, or my something. God. Where Can she's you like, imagine? And she just. And because I usually go on Genius Lyrics, which is, like, breaks down each lyric. Yeah. Um, and she, it said, created by the creator, Janelle. Yeah. And, like, she went in and, and like. And wrote it. And wrote about each, or for, not every lyric, but yeah. a lot of the, like, a the major it. ones. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God, this is so cool because this is exactly, sometimes it's like, sometimes a lyric is so smart and I feel like so stupid because I'm like, I don't understand it. And yeah, I, I mean, that's But I want to know, like, what they're coming, I you know, I can make an opinion about it, which is often what they, oh, we want you to make an opinion. Yeah. Or sometimes they don't even know, like Bob Dylan did, doesn't know half the lyrics he writes. <laughs> and that's part of the joke. But I love that she was like, nah, this is what I meant. And yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, thank you. It's just so satisfying. I like, know. she had such a concept. And you know what I think that, like, it, oh, so of course Janelle Monae is, like, a famous superstar. But, like, she doesn't have the same level of fame as someone like Beyonce no. might have. You know, Beyonce used to be a lot more open and talkative and exactly. whatever. Exactly, and Yeah, and but, yeah. like, people, people I don't know this album. People don't really know Janelle Monae's music except for the bops. Yep. You know, which is, like, fine. But I think what's allowed her to just, like, get on there and, like, do it and just put it out there is, first of all, because that's who she is and that's how she wants to be. Right. But also, like, you know, she, she doesn't have that, like, and like super stardom that someone like Beyonce or Lady Gaga might have where they're household names. Right. You know, so she's kind of sitting at that place where she's like famous and she is known, but she's not so known that she has to feel guarded. Right. Which I love. It's like kind of a perfect It is perfect. Spot. It's totally perfect. And you know what? I do wish for her that that level of stardom. And I do wish for her to be that kind of household. I just want her to get a ton of accolades. Same. Well, like, I want her to make another album. I think she will. Because this was her last one, and this was 2018, and that's five years ago, so. Wow, that's crazy that was. God, I love that part. She goes, black girl magic. Y'all can't stand it. Oh, my God. I'm like, punch me in the face. Punch me in the and face. And that's what she did. She just punched It's like the you. confidence, the defiance, the power. It's, I love oh, it. Oh, it's so good. It's and so confident. I love Once it. Again. So she says this one line, and she says, um, black and white, yeah, that's always been my camo. Because she, when she was first coming up, when she was doing her first two albums, she had that iconic, like, black and white suit look. 
yes, she would always she wear. The she suit. would do the black and white suit all over that. and yes. all, you know, because it was like her thing. And it's that a really great armor. way to yeah. like, you know, be like, oh yeah, stand I'm out. the girl in the black and white suit. You know me, kind of way to and stand out. And she had the same kind of hair, right? It's poof. like wearing the red Leo to your audition, exactly. kind of thing. So, but I love that in the visual album she has on suits, but she's she's wearing a green suit, she's wearing a pink suit, she's wearing a red suit, she's wearing this like plaid suit. So she's still like homaging to that original kind of armor that she had right. but now she's like and I'm gonna do whatever I want with it yeah because I can and I can great. also wear whatever the f I want to wear yeah. too yeah nobody's stopping me absolutely that fluid, I'm fluid baby absolutely I'm all around I love it let the Madonna have a monologue. Oh, God, that it's just like vi- so good. And then in the visual album, when she she puts a little yes! mirror right on her crotch and like looks down, and you see her face. Like, oh, well, then I love that it cuts back to the two guys watching it, and yeah. it's just frozen on that part, and they're like, they're I don't like, even what, know what is, is this? this? He's like, is this a memory? Is this a dream? <laughs> like, what? I was like, I love oh, it. So I love good. it. Um, okay, next Ooh, we have pink. pink. Okay, uh, I re- I'll never forget. I was. With um, one of my dad's uh, friends, he was driving me somewhere. Oh my god! And, and this song came on, came on? the radio, Ooh. and he had no idea what we were listening to. And yeah. I remember just being like, Ooh. kind of just giggling because I was like, "Oh my god, you don't even know what this is all about." Did he like dance. catch on? No. Okay. He, this was just a song on the radio. Yeah, which you know it is, but it's also this song is so the song is about vaginas, vaginas. specifically. This song is... It's... Okay. It could be a lot of things. She said (laughs) pink... One of the lines is pink like the inside of your... Maybe. Maybe. Right. So she's like, not all women have vaginas. Well, and that's why in the video, not everyone's wearing the vagina pants. Two of the dancers are not in vagina pants to show that not all women have vaginas. It's more about gender than an actual vag. You know what it's about? It's about sex between two two female identifying people. Love it. That's what it is. It's a sapphic anthem. And it really is. Did you notice that in the visual album, there's yes. a whole verse that was cut out of what? this song? I'm playing it. I'm playing it. So in the visual... Okay, so this song oh, is amazing. We love it. I'm getting closer to the mic. We love the song. It's incredible. In the visual album, there is this one scene where it's just her and Tessa Thompson yes, together. I like remember. in this beautiful field on this blanket and they're being so intimate with each other and they're looking directly into each other's eyes and they're, and Janelle is just like singing to her. She's actually more of a spoken word like right to yes. her and it's so intimate and it's so... Um, oh. oh, Heather Grace. That was our boss texting us our boss um anyway so i'm gonna go ahead and play this one part because it's nowhere to be found in in both the album and in the pink music video Mm -hmm. separately it's only in the emotion picture so i wrote down um where it is and i'm gonna play it okay okay so I'm just going to play the whole thing. It's like kind of long-ish. It's like maybe 30 seconds to 45 seconds, but it's really worth it. No. Oh my God. Okay. Great. You don't have to ask Great. me for permission. It like, Jesus. honestly, it makes me want to cry. <laughs> it makes me want to cry watching it because it's just so special to me. Okay. Well, do you, are you, okay. I got it. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Cause when I'm with you, I don't feel afraid. 
sometimes so isolating about being a queer woman because society just it's just um you know we revolve around men in a way that can't be helped sometimes so sometimes existing in a world that doesn't revolve around men even if it even if people aren't trying to make it, it feels very um, isolating. And so hearing that verse come from someone like her, someone who has as much power as she has and is as famous as she is and is just as amazing as she is, like feeling like it just speaks directly to my soul, I can't even explain like mm. how that feels. And I wish so bad that that was in the album um it's just like and it feels so special and like along the same line of why I was so obsessed with that A League of Their Own show is because Mm. it made me feel so seen and so normal and so represented in ways that can't be described like you know how that feels everyone knows how that feels when you feel represented in a way that feels so satisfying that you almost want to break down right that's what that verse does for me I love it so much well and I think what's interesting too is that when you think of uh two women being together whatever I think society wants it to be like yeah it's like how what a man and a woman is but it's just two women no but it's, and it's not like that. no it's not it's a it's a special thing it's a yeah. completely different type of relationship exactly and that's what as someone who is not attracted to women um I'm so sorry uh, as of right as as of this recording <laughs> unfortunately I am for not you. I do like a guy yeah um a couple. but a couple at the same time. Um, <laughs> um, but I think it's cool to watch it um, because, like, A League of Their Own and to listen to things like that because it, it, you know, just opens up a world to me where it's like, no, it's so special and it's so unique and mm-hmm. it's so, like, it's different. It's not what a man and a woman have. It's, it's so it's two different. women or it's or it's two guys. And that's a totally different type yeah, of relationship. And, I know. And it's all, yeah, it's the same feeling. It's love. It's right, love sex. Is love, it's great. But... but it, the specifics are intricate. And just hearing, like, you know, that spoken word segment and poetry yeah. and watching movies, you know, that that showcase that type of um, uh, relationship and stuff like that. I just think it's really cool. And you can tell, too, when a, a couple is being put together, like on a TV show or something, and mm-hmm. it's written by people who are gay or who yeah. understand that it's not just because they're throwing two women together because it's sexy or well, it's like you know Tessa and Janelle there's all that talk oh yeah I feel were, like were they tri- together weren't they together I honestly think they were I think they were too. I think they were together I think that they were together for a really long time actually they have such a beautiful connection yeah. and spark in that film yeah and, you can, and they're both very private I would not put it past either of them to keep quiet about that relationship for the rest of their lives and, and they don't have to they don't have to tell us no I mean and I, I mean I do 
believe they are also no longer together. I don't think they're together. Um, I think Janelle's actually with a man, which, you know, I support it. Yeah. Kind of. No, I do. (laughs) I do. I do. Um, I do. But yeah, I just think it's so beautiful. Yeah, me too. I just love how much it means to you too. So I think thank you, thank you. There's like a certain intimacy about it that feels very special. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I guess I didn't realize because I totally remember that scene. Yeah, it's but I just I guess I I just thought it was in the. It really should be. I really wish it was. But it also makes the visual that makes that it's special video it's a very special. special moment like you can only watch it if i wonder how many views her that i wonder how many views I it has because like it, prob- it probably doesn't oh well i feel like because more than those, i thought the pants were the talk of the town yeah when it's got, the, the pants came out so the whole the visual pants. album the whole thing the 45 minute album has about three million views so oh i'm sorry it's okay if i turn off the volume on my computer is it going to turn off the volume i don't think so why don't you just put it down I'm sorry. Technical difficulty. Technical difficulties. Okay. I just get scared. Um, okay, so move on. Move on. Yeah, okay. I think that's what we have to talk about. Um, okay, so moving on to probably the most famous oh. song on the album. That's it the way you make, make me, me feel. This was the Prince. This is where you could really oh hear Prince in there with the guitar. and. It, well, it's, it's vaguely reminiscent of Kiss by the late Prince. Um, who was a heavy influence on Janelle. Mm-hmm. And he's also appeared on her previous album, The Electric Lady. Do you remember that? Oh, no, I don't remember that, actually. Okay, well, he was helping her with this album prior to his death. Um, Music video released the same day as the single. Um, And then the Pitchfork, the news place, named it Best New Track mere hours after it was released. Wow. Hours. I mean, it was really good. It's really good. (laughs) It's also homage to uh, Michael Jackson's The Way You Make Me Feel. Right. Yeah. Right. So, it's just like there's so many tipping of the hat. Tip of the hat. Tip of the hat. And literally, the the hat itself was actually helping her oh, tip the hat. Oh, you're so funny. You Isn't are funny? so but funny, you never, Laura. Sometimes, I, you know, you don't hear a lot about, like, the people that they're trying to, like, uh, you know, represent. Mm-hmm. Like, actually helping them create the song. I know. Like, I know. that's so cool. It's very cool. God, the song is so funky it's so, so god i love how she says i got you right here in my jean pocket oh here we go here i have one part i want to play hold on just the way you make me I love this when she screams this. I know. Uh, Her vocals. Yeah. And it's, this song is a pansexual anthem. In the video, she's literally running back and forth between between her and and him. Between (laughs) Tessa and Aaron. The two characters, what is it, Shay and... um, Uh. I, I can't remember their names, uh, but yeah. So between her two love interests, she is literally running back and forth, basically saying, "That's just the way you make me feel." And there's, you know, she's nothing, like, "It's just in it's the just, moment. It's just in the moment, I want either one of you." She's so fluid. Yeah, so fluid. both. I think it's why not and both. It's also, that's just such a funny part too, because she's like, "That's just what it is, y'all." Like that's that's what it is, and I, you are so right. She sounds. She has such a beautiful voice, but she just. 
she just reaches new heights God, in this I know. one. She's just kind of screlting and and letting out kind of a, a James uh, Brown sort yeah. of situation. Well, you know, it's interesting because uh, coming from someone who knows her other work very well, too, yeah. I would say that this album is, uh, of the three, the vocals, not not saying that they're bad, they're amazing, but the, like, um, the pro- like the vocal prowess that is required to sing the songs, this is the easiest really? of the three. And Electric Lady, she sings her fucking ass off. It's insane. The riffs, the range, the screlting, the everything. And she does in this album too, don't get me wrong, she sounds amazing, but it's like the least vocally challenging album of the three of them, which is saying wow. a lot. Which is saying a lot. I'd say Electric Lady is the tops, and then the Archandroid, and then this one is a little bit tamer in terms of the vocals. But in terms of like the complexities of like the songs and the lyrics and everything, this is my favorite. Um, but yeah, just vocally, the Electric Lady album is out of this world. It's insane. Oh, I know. I can't wait to listen. Can to you imagine of us. like this as a musical? This, I would love oh, oh, just the dirty, dirty computer. computer. Well, I read that I think Electric Lady, one of the the past two albums, she wanted to make it into a musical and tour it around the U.S. I would advocate for and that she, for the rest of my life. And then she got like <laughs> hidden figures and stuff yeah. like that. Like, oh god, she was so good at good hidden at figures. And then she just like and then she know, had moonlight and, then, and yeah, moonlight yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah. And then she was well. Working. I hope one day this happens. Or like a way to combine all of her music into one. Or oh my god, even cooler. Anything. Just, it just would be cool. Actually, I think to do one album as a musical, make it yeah. super conceptual, yeah. and just focus on one. And you know what the cool thing is? You can literally do it with any of her three albums. I know that's cool. She can just yeah. pick what she wants. It's because she's a musical theater gal. You know, I she know that she's so like funny. I mean, I not know. funny, but so no, interesting. It's, it's very cool. It's very cool. Um. Anyway, I, the last thing I want to say about this is that the looks that she brings out in the video are oh iconic. So first of all, you have that, um, you know, the album art is that yes. like she's got the, the face, yes. the, the crystal veil, veil yeah. face mask thing. So she's got that, but the rest of the look is the bra and the pants that are all yes. the same material. Insane. She's got that little blonde pixie wig on. Yep. She has um, those rose, um, translucent oh God, rose pants. pants. The two different color boots, I could go on. I could go on. I love those But, um, God, she's so fucking real. I could just sing it all day. So fucking real. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, moving on to I, I Got, got That juice. juice. I'm a chaser, don't need a mixer. I Got, I got the, the juice. juice. Such a good song. A true yeah. bop. Referenced a 1992 movie starring Tupac called Juice. Juice. The term juice refers to respect or power. Mm-hmm. Sipping on gin and juice. That's a different song, but yeah. Let's see. I hold on, hold on. Oh, hold it. That's the next one. Hold, please. Oh, no, hold, wait, please. Wait. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. I was on the wrong one. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Unapologetic. Now that is a direct thing to, to Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Grab her by the pussy, fuck off. That's her you know directly saying, "This pussy gonna, pussy grab, gonna grab, you grab you back." You back. Exactly, exactly. Sorry if that was a little loud. 
Yeah, um, sorry. But yeah. Take those headphones off. Clapping, take a, clapping around the room, right in the microphone. Come back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so this song, the breakdown of the song is actually my, my favorite part. Will you um, play, since you just had it up, will you yep. start it at um, 35 seconds in? Oh my goodness, of course. Wait, is it 35 or is it 135? Wait, hold on. This is 35. Uh, no, it's gotta be different then. Try 135. Hold on, hold on, hold please. No, that's not it either. Okay, well, okay, two well, really good parts. Two really good parts. <laughs> but there, there's that part where she goes, Yeah, I got the juice. Da, da, oh, yeah. It's just like a dirty computer. And she goes, You can break it, break it down if you want it. You can get it. It's just like, uh, Also, Pharrell coming in yes, for this one. Pharrell? Pharrell? Icon? That is like one of the biggest icons you can have. have. Like in, our, in the current music biz yeah. right now, he's the guy. Pharrell? And he's been for, like, the past, like, oh, 20 years. Uh, Pharrell uh, has looked the same for the past 30 years, but, um, yeah, I, and I just And his it. verse was so quick, I had to listen yeah. to it twice to, like, really pick it up, but I loved it. I love it too. I would like to I love it a little too. bit longer. I know, I would like to be a little longer, but, but um, I, I, I will say, so, I when I did see Janelle Monae live, it was in 2018, so the album had just come out, and she was performing at this festival in New Orleans, and during the song, during that breakdown, is when all of her dancers got to go up, and they each had, like, a 16 count. Oh, and my it, God. they just fucking slayed the Boots House down, slayed Mama. Slayed the Boots House down. I'm deceased, but I still remember it so vividly, and it was amazing. Oh, my God. Um, they also wore that. the vagina pants during pink. They all, like, ran back and, like, put them on. Um, yeah, but anyway, so that's, I got that juice. It's great. Not one of my favorite songs, but I like it. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Moving on to one of my actual favorite songs on the album. I like that. I'm the random minor note you hear in major songs. That line, I'm the random minor minor note you hear in in major major songs? songs? And the way that it's put in, I'm the random major songs, like, like a throwaway. And I'm like, that's the most brilliant lyric I've ever fucking oh heard. God. And I knew this, I, you know, obviously I knew a lot of the music going into this. Yeah. But I specifically remember, like, just, I grabbed onto that the first time I ever heard this song. I was that's like, crazy. That is an amazing it's lyric. seriously amazing. This, um, is, this is definitely one of the harder songs to sing on the album, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. two fifteen. I was supposed to. Play. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Mm. Oh, is this the rap? Yeah. Do you remember? I remember when you laughed when I cut my perm off and you rated me a six. I was like, damn. But even back then, with the tears in my eyes, I always knew I was the shit. Ugh. Wait, wait, let it play, let it play, let it play. Oh, sorry. Ugh, okay, that's what I said. That's what I, said. I just wanted to hear a little that more. That rap, um, that, that song's been on, like, every playlist I've had. Yes. And I just love, it's not even a rap, it's spoken no, word No, it's spoken again. word, yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Because it paints such a picture. It really does. I can does. just see it in my head. I love it. I also think that in the visual album, she looks... 
I, I mean, I think she looks stunning throughout the whole album, but in this song specifically, she looks like the most beautiful person that's ever yeah. graced the earth. Yeah. There's the one scene with her in the bathtub, and oh, she's got, like, just a clear face. No, really. I mean, I'm sure she has makeup on, but it's, right. like, a very, very natural light. look. Um, she is that scene with the peacock behind her, and her hair is, like, very natural, and yeah. she's just kind of, like, living in her skin, looking fierce as fuck. Yeah. It's almost overwhelming to, like, look know, at her cause face because she's, so she's so gorgeous. Um, I love the guitar moment and the last chorus, too, too, when it's, like, it's stripped back. Yeah. And then the bass comes back in, but it just, like, once again, just makes the point of the song super clear. I yeah. love when artists do that. Me, too. Take away the production just for a moment, just to make it very clear what the intention is. Yeah. And then we can go right back It's like stripping it. it bare for a second and then yeah. kind of putting clothes back on. And that's why, you know, people do, like, unplugged acoustic yeah, covers yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, but Taylor's version, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah. And also, the track shares the same um, sexual tension and atmosphere as Make Me Feel with yes. a similar tone, flow, and beat to Django Jane. Yes. So, we're using all of these different influences that she set previously on the same album, mm-hmm. and we're bringing them together in one song, which is really cool. It's a big melting pot. I love it. I love it. Um, okay, next we have uh, the longest song on the album. And the first ballad. And the first ballad called Don't Judge Me. It's a beautiful song. 11th track on Dirty Computer discusses yeah. the relationship between Janelle, her fans, and the media. In the past, Janelle has not been too vocal about her personal life, which we talked about right, earlier. Right. Um, more recently, Janelle has spoken more about her sexuality, brought a more personal tone to her music. Um, she asked the media, the fans, and America as a whole to accept her true self, not, now unveiled by her past android personas. Right. Yeah. I, I love the unveiling of the this is real, this is me moment here. Yeah. And the line where she says, um, you know, even though you tell me you love me, do you love me or just love my disguise? Yes. It's like that. That's like her saying, like, do you love me? Do you love Cindy Mayweather? Do you like Jane set five, seven, eight, two, one? Like, you know, and, yeah. and it's just her being human saying, you know, like, we all go through the same experiences. You know, Janelle Monet is a famous person, but coming out feels the same, probably a little heightened for her, but it's the same thing that we all go through. Right. And it's just like, don't judge me. Right. Bottom line, don't judge me. It's so simple and it really cuts through and um, it's just a universal it's not even just about coming out with your sexuality it could be about anything right it could be like I'm a Disney adult don't judge me you know what I mean ouch <laughs> okay um, just bringing it back to that yeah um, honestly full circle <laughs> so funny it honestly kind of sounds like a kind of a stream of thoughts yeah it sounds like when you have one of your anxious episodes when I have one of my anxious episodes mm-hmm. and every thought that's ever been created yeah. every every what if what if this doesn't happen then this then this mm-hmm. then this and there's there's kind of just it's like a stream it's not as like um structured as maybe the other songs are which yeah. I think is awesome um considering it's also the first slow song on it uh-huh It's so beautiful. It is. It's so relaxing. I know. I just loved the kind of orchestration in this. Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. It sounds like old Hollywood, very yeah. cinematic. Well, she does a lot of this kind of stuff in her other albums, too, especially in Electric Lady. She saw, she has all these musical interludes. 
that are literally just instrumental. I love it. Um, the arrangements are amazing. I mean, I think that's what makes the song so long is that the end is just like almost, um, it's like a, a whole nother, it's like a classical music piece. Like, yeah. And also fade out alert. Fade out alert. <laughs> um, but there's also like a driving beat between her behind all of her songs. Yeah. Like even when it gets a little bit softer, mm-hmm. like it's a heartbeat. Like there's a drive. Like it is her, right? Which I think is really cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And even when it slows down, there's always like a drive there. It's I never agree. like lingering to linger and because okay, yeah, I've it's done going too many bops in a row or something. It's like always that. going. We're somewhere. always going forward. Yeah. Which me. I think like doesn't make it seem as long as it is because it's almost six minutes. Yeah. And I don't. I didn't feel like I didn't yeah. feel that when I listened to it. And the scene in the visual album here, they don't actually include the whole song they just include some of the instrumental it's a really beautiful scene with the three of them on the beach yes just the three of them um you know tess is giving her a stick and poke tattoo they're kissing they're cuddling like all together it's just very intimate and quiet and peaceful and wonderful i love it yeah i I love love it it too i like how she says i know i've got issues but they drown when i kiss you Mm. I like that. That'd be nice. I like that. Be nice to feel that someday. That'd be nice. I wouldn't say that much. Yeah, I haven't felt that in a while. Yeah. Uh, I'll get there someday. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Stevie's Dream. (laughs) Stevie's Dream. Okay, this is very cool. So did you know that Stevie Wonder influenced her to make this album? Did you read about that? Um, So, they, so Stevie Wonder and Janelle had a conversation um, because he told her about his experience dealing with losing his friends during the civil rights movement. Um, And this speech here is part of their conversation. And you know what? I also, I, now that I see it, it's inspired by backstage revelations and Homeland Mm -hmm. conversations with Steve Lynn Morris, Stevie Wonder. Right. So, um, I didn't realize though it was about yeah Lasso. yeah it's about because you know he has a lot of songs in his repertoire about the civil rights movement and um you know living for the city by cv wonder is is very poignant everyone should go listen to it uh but yeah he basically like influenced her to make this album which i think yeah. is amazing i mean stevie freaking wonder like oh my god well and then it's just it's like it's a perfect transition out of don't judge me and i yeah. think it just really heightens the thesis of that song and kind of this moment in the album yeah a moment to stop and take in what she's trying to put forward and like the big message it's a it's very short but the big message that comes through is basically he's saying if we could all just act from a place of love instead of a place of hate and fear i mean it would would just make all the difference in the world I think we would be a lot better. I think I so, agree with Stevie. Too. I agree with Janelle. So, moving on to the second to last song on the album, So, so Afraid. Afraid. I love the electric guitar in the background. I do, too. That heartbeat adds a drive I to it. I do, too. I also love the octave jump. She starts out the, octaves. so afraid, and by the end, she's, so afraid. Oh, yes. What if I love? It was, like, way up oh, there. I know. Well, it's one of the more vulnerable songs. Yes. It's a rap uh, proclamation of Monet's anxieties again, mm-hmm. and over love potentially, and that represents the bugs and the viruses that, by social standards, make us defunct. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanted to talk about this is her quoting, and I just wanted to talk about my own bugs and viruses and how I'm choosing to deal with it. You know how I'm choosing to resist that whole notion because dirty computers don't see th- those bugs and viruses as negatives. Those are things that make them unique, and it's about embracing those things that make you unique oh i think i read this quote earlier. unique but it's true 
It's, yeah. I mean, that's, I think it's an I earlier think, oh, quote. But yeah. we, let's just say it again. I mean, why it, not? It, 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 making you unique makes others uncomfortable. Right. And that, right. that is, once again, what she's really trying to get here in mm-hmm. kind of a rock and roll, not so much a ballad, but more of an aggressive. Yes. I'm so afraid of yeah. truly being myself. She literally says, what if I lose? Yeah. It's just like the the lyrics are, you know, it's interesting because in this album and a lot of her other stuff, the lyrics are like so dense that sometimes you're like, wait, what? Like, what, what are you saying? What are you saying? Yes. But in this one, it's literally just so afraid. Ah, so afraid. What if I lose is what I think to myself. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm afraid of loving you. Well, like, I love that she has both of that type of um, lyric. Yeah. Where it's like. It's it can be super dense, super complicated, and then, then it just sometimes you just need to just say exactly what yeah. it is. Yep. No metaphor. It's the same thing. No it's nothing. like don't judge me. Yeah. It's very straightforward, and I think it's interesting because you know at the beginning when I was kind of talking about the three sections of this album. Yeah. Whereas like this section is like clearly like don't judge me and so afraid I think are like kind of go hand in hand a little bit, and it's interesting that they're broken up by Stevie's dream. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. I think it's great because it's two different kind of music styles, too. And I think it's um, also interesting because it kind of hooks you and it thinks it's going to be kind of a fun song. And then it's like, uh, (laughs) no, babe. This is what I mean. Once again, I tricked you. I got you. (laughs) Well, speaking of fun song, can we move on to our our last track? Americans. Americans. This Um, song is a bop. And I, 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 I have not said this word yet. So layered. So layered. But also, there's this bubblegum pop mentality yes. in a, a couple songs on this album. And I, I haven't said that word yet, but that's what it is. We it's love bubblegum bubble pop. pop. But it's like, but no, there's a freaking message. Oh, there's, yeah. Like, let, okay, so um, this track was featured in the emotion picture. Okay, we talk, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. America recently came out into play, um, or Americans recently came out into play when Monell officially came out as a queer black woman in America. And although racism is definitely one of the prevalent topics discussed on the album, it is important to acknowledge that with this record, Janelle Monet is making an enormous amount of effort to also bring up other social issues in America, mm-hmm. including and not limited to sexism, homophobia, sexual freedom, immigration policies, and police brutality. The last song of the album, Americans serves as the um, accumulation of all these themes. And it's a powerful call to action. Right. Give it American, give it a new meaning. That's what that's what she means. This might be one give of my favorite new. songs on the album. When I first heard it, because I was playing at Berries the other day, like mm-hmm. before I really listened to it, and I knew that there was a backstory. I mean, like obviously there's um, but like I hearing like I will protect my country. I went, I was like, wow, this is a, a choice. But obviously I knew that there was a, I was like, I'm yeah. super interested to dive into what you know, what all the things she was, because I could make an assumption, but right. yeah. Um, and then there's like another sermon again in there from Dr. John McMillan from yep. the previous time. Again, he, directed by her. Yeah. 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 So super, super deep. Yeah. So. And God, I love it. And I, I love like the, so there's these lyrics that she recites that people really will only understand them if you see the visual album, because it's all the things that they like make her repeat in the like right. facility. It's the war is old. So is sex. Let's play God. You go next. Like all that stuff. Yeah. And at the end, she has this um, line where she says, die in church, live in jail, say her name twice in hell. That's supposed to be, I read that that's supposed to be a reference to Sandra Bland. Oh. 
And the dying church is supposed to be a reference about the to three girls. about about yeah. Well, the the Baptist church that was shot oh. up, um, oh. and like all those people lost Gosh, their lives. So um, but yeah, just like reference on reference on reference. And the Uncle Sam kissed a man. Jim Crow Jesus rose again. Yeah, that just evokes so, so much like imagery in your yeah, head and like uh, references to Jim Crow and to. Jesus and Uncle Sam and like kissed a man and it's like what is going on? It's literally reclaiming the word American because American I'm an American is usually specifically right now conservative people Trumpy people. Well, she makes like, fun of it. She literally says, and she goes, "I want my woman in the kitchen." You know, she's like, exactly. Saying, like, and she goes, "And bitch, I'm an American too." Yeah. And there's a and and I am. I'm coming at you for everything that makes you horrible, well, and I'm this. I'm the same. It's person. crazy because she's. It's a big middle finger to like Trump's America, but she's also saying but that, she's that I'm saying, also American. But I will defend my country and I will defend my okay. land because I'm an American, and it's so true. It's like this is supposed to be a big melting pot for everyone to thrive. Right. And it's supposed to be a, the most diverse country in the world, and we need to treat it like that, and we need to treat everyone like that, obviously. Totally. Uh, but I just love that this these themes are th- straight through top to bottom on this album. I know. You know, first song it to last song. It is a true... I mean, it's like, a, it's like an essay. It's yeah. like a musical essay. Yes. Oh my God, that's such a good way to put it. Thank you. So smart. But that's what... That's... I mean, she knows what she... Made it clearer in the first song. She said, "This what this is what we're going to be talking about today." And it is. And boom, boom, boom. She also in this one, she kind of has a little country twang in it too. Yeah. Yep. She goes with a big old piece of American pie. Like she's like I giving a little love me, baby, love me for who I am. I'm like, oh, but you know what? American. She's literally from like Kansas. Kansas. Well, Kansas City. Kansas City, Missouri, Missouri, still in the South. She's literally from Kansas City. She is a Southern girl. Um, I also love in the visual album how at this point before this song all three of them are like captured and they're gonna be like you know erased all of their memories and then this song is them escaping okay so the movie technically ends with um, Shay the guy now being brought in to the facility and you think it's all over because at this point both Tessa Thompson and Janelle have been what you think manipulated their brains have been totally wiped they don't remember anything so now they're like these little um, they're like robot robots ladies. yeah and he's brought in he's like you don't remember me it's the same thing that happened with Janelle at the beginning of the movie oh, what, what do you mean you don't remember me mm-hmm. and then it cuts to the credits I, I know go, oh my god you're like what oh my god I was like so the most depressing ending ever and then I noticed that there was like six more minutes left and, you're and like, I was like is huh. this all credits no it's not and then I I jumped forward and then it was all a ruse. Janelle and Tessa both remember. Yeah, they were all in on it. And they and they escape. Yeah, uh, Shay escape. And they all like go out together, and it's great. And they escape. I just I, know. I was like, oh, thank God. And then this song is just like, then you're really bopping. You're like, hell yeah. They and took I, it back, baby. I just love the the final line. Please sign your name on the dotted line. Okay, who's got a pen? I'm writing my name. I'm first I'm gonna, on the list. I will I, be. If, if there's one person on the list, it's me. If there's no people on the list, I am dead. Don't care. If there are. I'm the only one I, on the list. Yeah, exactly. I, give me a pen. Number um, one. Like, sign, sign me up. Sign, sign me, up. me up. I want to live in this universe with her. 
Oh my god. Well, Rebecca, 10 out of 10 recommendation. 10 out of 10. What I a beautiful album. I am obsessed with her. And I always have respected her, always have loved her. My yeah. sister saw her at Lala a couple years Ugh, ago. Immediately jealous. was like, "What? how is Janelle? She said she was the best person that they saw because yeah. she actually had like sets and costume changes and like did the thing. She's just so creative. Because she's so creative and she didn't just go up there and kind of just bop right. around. Of course. No. No. That's not what she was doing. No, that is not. So I'm so excited to see where she goes I'm hope you know I'm I'm sure she will release new music here mm-hmm. at some point but as we have seen she doesn't just release music to release music there oh, has no. to be something to it well it's the thing everything is so layered like okay so uh 57821 Jane 57821 yes. there's a reference to that in the Arc Android album from 2010 I read that. So that's just, I that mean, really gives that you a picture. And that just shows the universe, the, the metaverse of yes, Janelle Monáe. of Janelle Monáe. <laughs> I want to live in the JM universe. The Escaped metaverse into of the, Janelle the metaverse. Uh, Mon- Monaverse. The Janelle Monaverse is oh, where I want to reside for the rest of my life. But I just can't wait to see what movies she does next, what TV show she does next, whether she gets on Broadway, whether she puts out more oh, music, Broadway. no matter so what great. it is, whether she writes a book, whether she gives a speech, I will be listening, I will be reading, I will be watching. Well, here's the thing. You brought up Broadway. I think a voice like hers is so effing needed yeah. right now on I there. I agree, I agree. In such a toxic environment mm-hmm. from everything that I've seen um, that we need new voices, we need black voices, yes. we need queer voices, trans voices, trans voices, yep. pan voices, All fluid voices. We need new people. And enough. we need smart people. Smart people who write beautiful music and it's yep. not, no more of this jukebox crap. Yeah. No more You know what it is with her musicals? too? This, this is the kicker. She is extremely intentional. Yes. We need that. She's not going to, if she does a musical someday. It's not just going to be because. And it's not just going to be, oh, it's just my music. It's my no. story. Nah. Everything she does is so special. And it will and be so, so beautiful and artistic yes. and amazing. And unapologetic because that's, we need her. That's, that's the kind of person that she is. Yeah, we need her voice. And bless you, We bless Janelle. you, Janelle. Bless you. I love you so we much. We love you. Um, so speaking of um, Broadway. problematic Broadway, Broadway, should we announce what we're going to do next week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What a, I mean, what a transition what from a difference. this masterpiece <laughs> into one of the most problematic people on Broadway right now. I know. Miss Leah Michelle. Miss Leah Michelle. I, we, it would, we would be remiss if we did not yeah. talk about the new Funny Girl album starring Leah yeah. Michelle. We have to, we have to bring up the cast recording. We have to break it down. We have to. We have to talk about the drama. We have to talk about Beanie. Also. We have to talk about Jane Lynch. Yes. All of them. Because here's the deal. Here's the tea guys who don't, who don't follow the Broadway drama. This Funny Girl production has had so much tea. So much. So much boiling hot. I know. Just throw it in your face tea that you're going to want to listen to it because we're going to break it all down. And I will be leading the charge uh, because (laughs) I was living for it. This entire summer was me just like, okay, what's going to happen on Funny Girl? And I think, honestly, the whole country was because... Like, even if you didn't follow Broadway news, like, you knew kind of what was happening. I can't wait to talk about it, because I have a lot to say. And clearly, you know, I'm a Leah Michelle fan. I I do recognize she's 
problematic. And we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk again, about it as we talk about it. She is very talented. I'm excited to. I haven't listened to this cast recording yet. Well, also, so I'm funny excited. Girl, notoriously, not a great show. Not a great show. <laughs> but has some not great music. Not a great show. We're also, I'd rather be- watch the Barbara Streisand movie. movie. I-, I would rather watch the Barbara. So Streisand we will movie. be diving into it. So if you're even if you're not a Broadway fan, I yeah. really think it will. It's it, gonna be entertaining. It's gonna be super entertaining, entertaining, and I'm super excited to yeah. talk about. it. Okay. Okay. We love we you. We love you so much. Get your ticket home. Yeah. Get your ticket home. We'll see you we next see week. See you next week. And this episode is sponsored by HelloFresh and Janelle Monet. Yes. <laughs> and Janelle Snow. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Yay. Bye. bye.